Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And guys, we're not going to talk about it this week. Just Okay. Just stop it now. Yep. We, the, the topic on everyone's mind. Womp womp. <laughs> the NFL yeah, we, trade. <laughs> you know, we've talked about the NFL <laughs> signing the CBA way too much. <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're done with it for this week. Yeah, but uh, can I actually? I let's start off right away. We know we normally end our episodes with handles. I'm going to start this episode with a handle request. If any of our listeners or co-hosts can help me deal with my shedding dog and all of the hair that is everywhere, if there's like like a a, a good tool I could use or like some way I can get rid of my dog shedding without shaving my dog. All right, I have I have something for you. Okay. Um, it's a it's a household item that you can buy. It's called a cat. Uh, well, I mean, I guess you could just yeah swap the dog for the cat. Get one of those hairless ones. Yeah, you could probably trade the dog for like three or four cats, right? It seems Is like what... maybe the going rate. <laughs> okay, any financial experts out there? Right, right. What the going rate? <laughs> you know, and then how many chickens does the cat get you? That's what I want. <laughs> Let's start there. Yeah. Obert's so, got a dozen of almost chickens in his fridge. So. Yeah. This is basically like a hundred mice. A <laughs> hundred gerbils. So I, I have an item for you. It's a basic household okay. item. It's called a vacuum cleaner. It was founded in 1860. What you do is you clean up the hair with it. I but do that all the time, but I'm tired of it, that. You can also put it over the dog and like vacuum the dog. No, she hates that. She doesn't like that at all. She's not a big fan of the vacuum. She she's also, voiced her opinion. She's a, she also hates the hair dryer, which is the same thing, except instead of instead of sucking in air, it blows out air. She doesn't like that either. Do you have a hair dryer? Yeah, I got to dry my dog somehow. Oh, I was <laughs> no, like, I'm, I was I'm like, kidding. She... No, I do Wait, have a hair what? dryer. Yeah, what? I got to see. I got to seal my windows with the plastic plastic stuff. Oh, okay. I was like, do you, you like know. blow dry your hair in the morning? Every morning. That's before I work from home. <laughs> I, have to I was blow dry highly my confused hair. by this like situation where you have a, a hair dryer. I have to be on a Zoom meeting today. Yeah. Let me style this perfectly. <laughs> he turns it on in the background so his hair kind of blow kind of flutters during go. the Zoom exactly. meeting. Exactly. Can somebody turn the microphone up? off? <laughs> <laughs> we get it you look glorious your beard flowing in the wind but no i'm disappointed i thought todd was actually going to give me a, a real product that would help yeah it's i have I, ha- I have a brush she tolerates the brush for like 30 seconds and then she thinks it's a game and she tries to eat the hairbrush they do make gloves that you can like that, that you put on your hand obviously i think we've we've all seen them on tv the and as seen like, on tv gloves and like you like pet the dog with it and it pulls the hair off we got a pair for simba because he sheds a yeah. lot too. Yeah, we have a pair for Oren and he hates them. But Simba loves it. <laughs> okay, so you did have products that worked this whole time. <laughs> yeah, but the vacuum was so much well, more convenient. I was over. Uh, uh, Tud just jumped right in. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So the gloves, the gloves are good. The gloves do work as long as your animal will tolerate them. Apparently, my animal okay. loves it. My animal does not. So, but my animal is afraid of the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like that's all animals. I think I look like um, you know when they show like chimpanzees grooming each other and like picking all of the like mites and stuff out. That's basically me pulling the fluffs of hair out of my dog's uh, coat. It's <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. I'm vacuuming. I'm vacuuming every day here, people. I don't want to. I do didn't that. think popcorn was that furry of a dog. I guess she is, huh? Well, you know, when you get a dog in November, you're like, this is great. You know, she doesn't shed at all. Little do you realize that it's just because she's putting on her winter coat the whole time. Come April, it's like Shed City, USA. (laughs) You know what I've learned? Population popcorn. Most animals have hair. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, like I said, maybe I got to get one of those hairless cats. Or a turtle. Or a turtle. Or a fish. Now we're thinking. Fish also. That's how many, a good one. How many fishes do you think popcorn equals? Uh, it depends on the fish, I suppose. How many beta Wait, fish? Shark, I don't think you'll be going to even trade for that. Like, yeah, it's, it's true. How about how about beta fish? Oh, beta oh, fish, man. that's a lot. It's like yeah. like three to 7,000 is my guess. <laughs> how about like little like stupid guppies? The ones that you could buy for like 10 cents. 
Yeah, then uh, multiply that number by 10. I don't know. We got to figure out our animal conversion rate. I know. We need a, we need a chart. We did another chart. Yeah. Scale. Scale. Uh, scale, scale is zero to 100. Or 100. Zero is the dog? guppy. No, okay, 100 is okay. the great white shark. <laughs> dog is 50. <laughs> you might think it's just a fish scale, but it's really for all animals. Where does, where does, where does an elephant fit on this scale? It's like a 99. Yeah, it's too much poop cleanup with an elephant is the problem. Like like if you traded an elephant for a great white shark, it would be you'd you'd like gain a little bit but not much. Well, you'd gain you'd gain a betta fish. Well, is <laughs> it, is, it, is a betta fish what? I think so. If okay. guppy zero. Guppy zero. <laughs> Infinite guppies. <laughs> you can start your own guppy farm by trading popcorn. Oh man. Tell us how much your animals are worth. Well, yeah, exactly. Let's, <laughs> let's know on the Discord what, what your animal's worth on the scale and why. So is a, is a dog and a cat the same? I don't know. No, we we already said that I, that I could get three or four cats for popcorn. Yeah, but those are bad cats. <laughs> <laughs> right, if you have like a good cat. Like good how much cats. is a, what how much is like like if you wanted to be Joe Exotic, where does a tiger fall on that scale? I'm thinking like eighty. Yeah. That seems about there. Seventy-five, eighty. Yeah, I think that's about right. I haven't seen that yet, so you're missing out, man. I know the it whole is, world has seen it, but me. I I saw officially today that it is it it has broke records as being the longest uh, number one show on Netflix, or like being like the number one show on Netflix for like the longest time at fifteen days. I feel like it's just like The Office must have that record for three hundred days a year. <laughs> right? I, well, but apparently, it, like this is like the longest streak. Like the office probably has like the n- most number one days. This has been number one the longest, right? And I don't what even know like, if the, the office isn't, wasn't even in the top ten today. That's because I wasn't on Netflix. Well, like <laughs> or Jenna, apparently. You know, if you wait, if you wait to the end of the episode, potentially one of my or my potentially my handle is something that was ahead of the office. Well, I'm glad that I got in on the Tiger King game before the rest of the world. I think that's why it's so popular, because of the handle that we recommended. <laughs> yeah. Dana tells me to watch it every day. <laughs> it, you should. And they're coming out with an eighth episode this week, too. Oh, extra extra footage, found footage from the Tiger King. Appa- well, apparently uh, one of the guys, I think it was Doc Antel, had more to say. Interesting. Well, until then, we'll just all have to sit around and drink while we wait for that episode to come out. Yeah. So I think I want to start this week, even though Todd's showing me a very funky glass. Um, I want to, I want to conclude, sadly conclude my beers of the North series. It's been fun. Beers of the North. Beers of it's the been, North. It's been a good time, but. You have um, my sword. Wait, that's wrong. I'm... Yeah. Wrong, wrong movie. Oops. <laughs> wrong <laughs> fantasy story. But no, this is going to be the last one, I think. I have one more, but it's from a brewery I already did. Can you do this in a British accent, please? Yeah, for all of our Canadian fans. Um, right, yeah. No, so this is... Such a good British accent. Yeah, so this is called 42 in Dog Years, and it's from Three Ranges Brewing Company. What is that, like six and three quarters? Yeah, I know. It's a, kind of a weird, non-divisible... You know, what is it? How many... How many... Uh, Seven. Years is it is six? It? Seven. I thought it was seven as well. Seven times seven's forty-nine. So that would be forty-nine. So so, so we're good. Yeah. So six. So it's six. Six years. I thought you were saying a six dog years is one human year. Well, Tud said like six and three quarter years or something. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't math very well there. (laughs) I didn't either. So we're good. So Chris, Chris is the mathologist on today's episode. Every episode, sorry for our new listeners. Every episode, we we pronounce one person on the podcast as the mythologist for the episode. This week, it's Chris. Oh, we got that one in early too. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, yeah, just we over don't ten minutes in. Last last minute. But. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway, forty two in dog years is a Belgian triple from Three Ranges Brewing Company. <laughs> the fact that Obert and I just sat there. and... We both kind of agreed. Six and three quarters. And Chris was like, no. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, I was like, man, do I, not, do I not know how to math? Like, <laughs> I was just too lazy to do it. <laughs> okay. Anyways, continue. 42 this, dog years. 42 doesn't it, sound right. Seven times it, six is 42. Well, I guess that's true. 
Yeah. Six times eight is 48. So six times seven has got to be 42. So this is a Belgian triple. It's brewed with Belgian candy sugar and aged in a whiskey barrel. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I like candy sugar. It's got uh, on the the front, it's got a barrel with like rock candy poking out of the top. Is that what Belgian, I was going to ask, is that what Belgian sugar, like candy sugar is? Is it rock candy? You know, it's probably Canadian for rock candy. That's probably what they call it up there. But who knows? Canadians, right in. Yeah, right into your podcast from the South series. <laughs> like a golden, amber, golden color there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and clear. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's very clean. Yeah. Yep. Definitely a filtered beer. Um, mm-hmm. I get a lot of caramel flavors for sure. Very much that sweet caramel. I don't know if I could tell you if it was rock candy or Belgian candy sugar, but it definitely has a very sweet finish. Um, caramel, maybe even honey notes I get as well, which, and I get a little bit of that same, this tastes almost like a sweeter whiskey, like that Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey uh, whiskey. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I think I still, still have a bottle that. somewhere. <laughs> I, think I, I think it's in my house. Oh, okay. You ended up with that time? Yeah, unless I dropped it off at Nick's house last time I was there, I think I still have it. Yeah, like I I remember drinking that bottle at Nick's wedding, like however many years ago that was. Eight, many many seven many years ago. <laughs> I tried to leave it at Ben's house, and he gave it back to me. That's mm. how the bottle works. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you just can't get rid of it. Um, but I returning to the beer review, I do get some of the Belgian uh, wild yeast notes for sure. Those fermented fruit flavors. Uh, as we always like to say on the show, it just tastes like some good rotten fruit up in this glass. Roasted toasted bananas? Mm-hmm. For sure. Is it very everlasting gobstoppery? No, I think because it's filtered, it does have more of a crisper, cleaner finish. It does leave a little bit of sweetness on the back of your palate uh, as it finishes. But overall, like I said, it's a pretty clean beer. This weighs in at 9.5% alcohol. Wow. It's categorized as a strong beer. So, you know, I think I was hoping to finish off my Beers of the North series with like my favorite one because I had been saving this one because it looked pretty good. And 42 is a long time in dog years. But um, it is. Some would say it's six years. Some would. Some would. <laughs> I think uh, this one falls in the middle of the pack at um, a, a 375. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. It's still, still formidable. Not bad at all. And I think the untapped diverse is going to rate this a little higher than me. Um, I'm going to say they're at a 405. Actually, you know what? I'm going to make it a 406 because today, the day we're recording, April 6th, is Ooh. is is Montana Day. We have one one area code here, and it's 406. So in in uh, celebration of Montana Day, <gasps> it is 4.06. Oh my God, over you! Don't you tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, no way! <laughs> Fail. Oh, we're so close. So oh close. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You live. Oh, you just damn Montana Day. I know. I know. If only we had recorded it on Sunday. Right? Oh, my God. I wanted to. I wanted yeah, you, to. You were the one who was busy, man. I know. Oh. But, uh, so there so... we go. My closest one yet. One, <laughs> one hundredth of a percent of a point off. The second guessing, it's brutal. The second oh. guessing. How, how does Montana only have one? I mean, I know how it is. They don't have enough people, but like, I figured they would definitely have more than enough people to need another area code. You know, I'm surprised that we're still hanging on by one. It's weird. A lot of times if you ask people what their phone number is, they won't just, they'll just say the seven digits. That happens down here, but North Carolina <laughs> has more than one area code. It's so confusing. There's like 704 and 828 and all that stuff. And they're just like, oh, I'm 455 and 6716. I'm like, what the hell? What the what? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you're just supposed to know based on where they are. Yeah. I always say it because I do have a 406 number, but uh, I figure it doesn't hurt to start with 406. No one's going to be like, hang on. I thought those were your first. I thought it went 406, 406. You know? <laughs> You know when you're when you're at the the checkout and they ask you for your royalty uh, the loyalty number. But anyway, right, exactly. So that was good. One one point off. Who's going next? Looks like Tud with his beer from down under. With his beer from down under. 
It's ready to go. Yes. So my beer this week, as you guys can see in my fancy uh, beer snob glass. Is that an upside down beer bottle? Uh, yes. You know what? Didn't <laughs> Wait, even realize it. You didn't realize that? No. <laughs> That's why I said it was Australian. Oh, okay. I didn't pick up on it until he nope. picked it up again. Anyway, cool glass. I like it. I own the glass yeah. and even realize it. So in my upside down <laughs> beer bottle glass. We're I a little a slow beer. tonight, listeners. <laughs> I have a beer that um I've heard, I've seen posted a lot on uh, a few Facebook groups I'm a part of. And it's by a, a brewery called Marlowe Artisanal Ales. Marlowe Artisanal Ales is a brewery that's brewed out of the 12% Beer Project. Uh, I, I believe that they do not have their own location. They are literally just you know a small little brewery that brews out of there. And 12% Beer Project distributes their beer around the state. That's cool. This and that's beer- M-A-R-L-O-W-E, right? C- correct. Got it. M-A-R-L-O-W-E. That e in there. Um, this beer is called Eager to Share, and I'm eager to share it with you guys. All right. Oh, I see what you did there. The can says, Eager to Share is an American pale ale brewed with citra and mosaic hops. It's named after the brewer's grandfather. Uh, this beer attempts to honor his memory. Wait, so the grandfather's name was Marlowe, not Eager to Share. <laughs> right i think it's igor to share i think that's what it is <laughs> the, the right. beers yes. the yeah, brewery so Marlo, yeah so yeah we're okay. we're really slow tonight huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> so wait teddy why don't you tell our listeners what that what's on that can there because it looked like it looked kind of like kind of a fun can yeah so the can has pictures of of oranges and seagulls on it where the seagulls okay. are attacking the oranges Looks like they're st- they're stealing all the oranges that the tree was ready to share with them. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're maybe you know what they're going to the orange tree and picking up the oranges and sharing them with everybody around. Okay. Mm. So instead of using grocery stores as a as a way of sharing oranges, this person is willing to to invest in seagull orange delivery services. How much would you pay for seagull orange delivery? No more than it would cost me to drive to the grocery store and buy my own oranges. Really? I mean, I think it's worth the novelty just for once. It's 20 bucks. As long as I can get enough oranges to make like a good glass of OJ. (laughs) What if it was just like, how much do you pay for like one single orange to be carried to you by a seagull? Mm, Depends on how drunk I was, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I could get over it really drunk. He's like, $200. (laughs) Seagull, deliver it to me right now. 10 bucks I for guess one it orange? It doesn't matter the, the, the quantity of oranges. It's just the fact that a, that a seagull would be showing up stork like with a swaddled little orange in its, in its <laughs> thing that it holds, the stork holds. That's what I'm picturing. What are you talking about? You know, when the stork brings a baby, it's like in the cloth, like the, like the cloth wrapped up that the stork is carrying uh, the baby like in. The pa- like a papoose. What's a papoose? <laughs> I think it's called porpoise. <laughs> I have to Google a papoose. Papoose. P-A-P-O-O-S-E. Papoose. Google type for papoose. Oh, that's an American rapper. <laughs> no, not him. He, he's 42 years old. He's not- 42? Damn. How time flies. <laughs> I feel like I just learned about papoose. It's like a, he's it's, 42. It's like a, like a baby carrier, but like the Indians used to, to use it. That's exactly what Google is telling me. How... When do you use this word? You're not an old timey <laughs> Indian. Don't don't judge me. <laughs> uh, Google search. Google Google says first off, it's an American rapper who's 42 years old. Second, Native American baby carrier. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Google said to me. <laughs> Anyways, yes, like a so yes, like a papoose. Okay. <laughs> anyway, tell us about your orangey sea flavored beer. Yeah. So as you guys can see, and as the people will see on Instagram, it's very hazy. It's, it looks like your standard, typical New England IPA, except for we have to keep in mind that it's a pale ale, so it's it's going to be lighter. It is five point four percent ABV, and let's let's try it out. On the nose, all I get is orange. Just legitimately, just smells like citra hops. Is it like ninety nine percent orange, one percent seagull, or? I mean, maybe a little bit of like sea foam, sea seagull saliva. That's a good paleo. That's that's really good. So a lot of citrus flavor, um, you know, a lot of orange, maybe a little pineapple in there. Just it's just it's very heavy on the orange flavor. It's got a nice little malt backbone to it, uh, a little bready to to end out and finish off the flavor. 
Hang on. Go, get away from it. Fucking cat. I thought it was a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Going to steal your beer back. <laughs> no, this is, uh, it's really good. It's, um, super, it's super, super sweet with a nice little bitterness on the back end. Chris would, Chris would enjoy this because it is slightly more bitter than I would expect from a pale ale. Sounds like my kind of beer. Is it a lactose beer? It is not. Hmm. Nope. I'd say that it's it's smooth. It's got a lot of, like I said, a lot of citrus notes. The Simcoe really doesn't shine through. No, the Mosaic really doesn't shine through all that much. I'm not getting any real earthy flavors to it. It's just a lot of citrus. Overall, pretty good beer. Um, I can see why people are eager to share this online and post about it and talk about it. This is a, if this is, I think this is one of like the few beers that Marlowe Artisanal Ale makes. And so if this is a highlight of what they're going to be doing, this is going to be a really good brewery one day. That's cool. Now, was this a, was this a old beer or is this a quor- broken quarantine beer? This is a broken quarantine beer. <laughs> <laughs> so how, uh, how's Marlowe getting their beers out to the world in these, these times? I bought this from a, from a liquor store. Okay. I bought nice. this from, from Total Wine in Manchester, Connecticut. Um, nice. It's cool it. that you can find beers like that just at the Total Wine. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, 12% is, you know, Connecticut, a Connecticut-based brewery, so they're in the Connecticut distribution set, system. Um, I always forget that. I always feel like it's one of those breweries that you have to go to to get the beer. Yeah, they, I mean, I think that's just a benefit of, I think they'd rather you go to them to get their beer, but it's a, it's a benefit that Connecticut has because they were, you know, they didn't have a location for for forever so right they had to distribute but supposedly they're putting out a lot of really good stuff recently there's another uh, brewery out there that i want to find called abomination and they're doing a beer called wandering into the fog which people have been raving about too so i'm keeping my eyes open for more 12 percent beer project stuff because you can get so many different breweries from one actual location yeah it's it is crazy i mean i know i've mentioned it on the podcast before but like i follow a couple different like brew stores or or even like a supermarket in tennessee that i used to live near and the other day i saw a fat orange cat on there and i was like damn all right okay so i sent it to one of my friends that lives in the area and i was like you got to go get this beer it's awesome um i care i can't remember which one it was but um was it baby kittens i don't think so i think it was maybe uh something about what is it the right right sober right drunk yeah right drunk edit sober yeah edit sober there you go that's the one i've had them um, on the, i've had that one on the podcast yeah and I, I i i sent it to one of my friends and i was like you gotta get this beer this brewery is just awesome it's a so it's it's a really cool thing and the, the fact that they have distribution ties like even down as far down south as tennessee and north carolina it's just really really cool yeah i mean so it's possible that you know some of our listeners in their states too could probably find this too um, you know, look, keep an eye open for evil twin, keep an eye open for, you know, anything that says 12% beer project, you know, decadent ales, Marlowe brewing company or Marlowe artisanal ales. What's that other big one? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. Omnipolo. Yeah, there you go. Um, anything by Omnipolo is from 12% beer project as well in the U S it's yeah, just, th- it's their deal. They're, they're phenomenal. So a 12% beer project is putting out some, some killer, killer beers. Overall, I'm going to give this beer. I'm gonna give it a four point oh. Okay, and that's from pretty good, pretty solid rating. I honestly, right. I th- I was expecting more. I the way you were talking about that beer, I thought you were in the four and a half range. I liked it. A, I like it a lot. I think that it's. I think it's just got a very heavy bread taste on the back end. That I wish it was just a little bit more citrusy all the way through. But knowing how much people like this, I'm going to say the untapped rating is a four point two two. Oh my god! Did I get it? It's a 4.21. Oh, come on. Unreal. Unreal. Two point ones in the same episode. Are you kidding me? No, I just looked it up too. 2,480 check-ins. Alright, so Chris, that means you gotta get it tonight. Well, so I I would love to, but I've already checked this beer in before. Oh. So I know I I don't remember exactly what it was, but I know the range. So, in in fairness to the integrity of the game, no, that's fair. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't want to do that to, especially since two point ones in the same episode. Oh my god, <laughs> that's unreal, unreal. Oh man, Sorry, I'm so Chad. upset now. How did I? Yeah. So <laughs> not a man of the people, apparently. 
No, not at all. No, way <laughs> honestly, off. if you if you rated it and then checked it again, it might it might drop <laughs> <laughs> to a four point two one. Um. Anyway, sorry, Todd. I'm going to steal it from you right now. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I'm doing something that's you know it was 80 degrees today in North Carolina. Wow. It, it's been like I don't know mid 70s most of the week slash weekend. So it's like getting to be getting to be the hot seasons now or warmer seasons. I, I guess you know we're gonna get in there and of course i'm a sucker for everybody's favorite lemon shandies um i was walking through my local aldi the other day and came across this lemon shandy in a six-pack shoreview lemon shandy i just had to i just had to buy it it was pretty cheap for a six-pack i think it was like five or six bucks as aldi normally is i tell you what i like that label looks like summertime for sure the two adirondack chairs is that on a beach Yep, on under a, beach. a lemon tree. <laughs> under a lemon tree. I guess tree, with the name yes. of Shoreview. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I it's, don't know why Shoreview, but it seems like a place that I want to be right now. Exactly right. I'd uh, much rather so, have an ocean view than a shore view. Yeah, it's a lemon shandy, a Weiss beer with natural lemon and coriander. So, um, uh, you know, I've been doing this one straight out of the bottle. I mean, I've had a few of them already. Just like one of them, you know, mowing grass kind of beers, you know? Yeah. I sometimes feel like with a sweet lemony beer like that, it's best to just not even, it might be too pungent if you have oh, it in the glass. And the guy goes right, go right for the, the bottle. bottle. It's awesome. Yeah. It's just a right from the bottle kind of beer. Chris, while you're I'm, reviewing this, just an FYI, what is going on in the background of your of your house right now? Yeah. I want to know that too. Who's on that screen? <laughs> yeah. Who's on that screen? Huh? He's Turn wearing around. headphones. Uh, that's that's a that's a Twitch streamer. Okay. <laughs> what is he like? Can what are you, you broadcasting him? him on? Yeah, a tablet. Yeah, we can, can definitely see him. See him. Oh yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I was yeah, like, no. all of a sudden, I noticed that there was this guy like peeking over oh, Chris's man, shoulder as yeah. as he's drinking beer. Yeah. No. Well, don't yeah, forget, that's... it's a lot bigger on our screens than yours. That's my boy. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's that's my man Flip Flip TTV on Twitch. If you want to check him out. Well, he's he, he's a better got he's got to listen to the podcast and hear the shout out before I'm. I'm that's true. That. That's true. That's I'll true. let him know. I give him a shout out. Yeah, he's uh he's trying to push for partner. So I put him on. He's actually on the. You know, I'll show you guys. He's actually oh, got on him on the printer too. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, why is there just a dude back there? It's just so weird. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Trying to show some support for the Twitch, the, my Twitch gang. So, anyways, flip dot Flip TTV on Twitch. Check them out. Anyways, back to my beer. Um, it's, you know, I haven't had a Kugel's Lemon Shandy in a while. I know I like them, but I truthfully think I like this one better. I don't, I can't really explain it why. I don't know if it's because it's an Aldi beer and it was cheaper. Um, but <laughs> I think we got to do a, a blind taste off here. We got to, you know what? Get I might have Chris to. In, Chris in the blindfold, or maybe Tud to wherever there's all these. I don't know. There's an Aldi. I think they're supposed to open an Aldi's next year. I I have May, an Aldi's, but, uh, so I can do it. <laughs> Does your Aldi sell beer? Yes, all oh, okay. Aldi's in Connecticut sell beer. The one in Lisbon did not. At it least did. I live there. It does. Oh, okay. All right. Every, every once in a while, I show up to my parents' house, and my mom always has beer for me. And I'm like, where'd you get this from? She's like, Aldi's. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But it's like a nice, easy drinking lemon lemon beer. Um, it's not too sweet, which I like. The coriander, I mean, I if I ate a spoonful of coriander right now, I wouldn't know what, what it is. Um, kind of like me with cardamom a couple episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can definitely tell there's some kind of spice in there uh, that kind of, I think, helps mellow out some of the, some sweetness. Um, but it's just like a, like an easy drinking lemon shandy, you know? Like, I had one out on the deck earlier today. It was nice. It was, you know, 80 degrees. It was hot. It was just like. Oh man, this is exactly what I want right now. Um, I'm a big fan of shandies. I don't see them enough, which is why when I do see them, I try and buy them because not not a lot of breweries try them, and the ones that do are like the the Leinen Kugels. They they do like all of the shandies. So when I yeah, see, I feel like, like we had like, a shandy moment in like 2015 that happened and then <laughs> faded. That's probably where I found my love for them. Is the Porsche <laughs> yeah. Rocker considered a shandy? Yeah, that's a yeah. That is a that shandy. is a shandy. Yes. I love that beer. Yeah, and actually, that's the Samuel uh, Adams offering. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that's a great beer too. Um, 
But no, every time I every time I see one, I pick it up, and it never gets the respect it deserves on Untapped. And it, I don't know. I just I, they're made for me. They're made for me. I will say, Chris, would you um, say that this is is it better than Porch Rocker, and is it similar to the Dell's Lemonade Shandy? If you've had that, it's been a long time since I've had either of those two beers. Um, I'd have to. I would have to taste test again. Um, I would say that if I remember correctly, the Porch Rocker is not as this is gonna sound weird, but like as vibrant a taste. Like this is way more the way lemon more lemony than the Porch Rocker was. Um, the Dell's I don't remember or if I've ever had it. Del, um, Dell's Dell's was definitely not very lemony. I mean, it, it is, but it's in the Dell's way that it's lemony, meaning yeah, that it tastes get, more get, like bathroom cleaner. Right. <laughs> yeah. You get you get a good kick of lemon, a decent kick of lemon, but not too overpowering from this. So if you're looking for a nice light, uh, easy drinking lemon beer, you like lemon. And you're in your local Aldi, and you see the Shoreview Lemon Shandy. Pick it up. Tell them Chris sent you, and they'll be like, "Get out of here, you're drunk." So, uh, <laughs> but it, it's, wise it's, it's advice. You don't get any type of discount by mentioning DAWF podcast, but you should do it no, anyways. But you should. You should mention DAWF podcast at checkout for zero percent off. But <laughs> but you know what? If you keep on mentioning it, maybe we'll get a sponsorship one day. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, t- tell you what. If you if you Venmo request me. I will pay the deposit for your shopping cart at Aldi's. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. 25 cents off your whole right. shopping trip. Um, I gave it a 3.75. Uh, again, that's my love of Shandy's talking. Um, and I know the untapped universe was way lower. I don't remember what it is, but it's 3.2 something, I, I believe. Um, 3.21 or 3.22. 3.23. So even, even in your guess, you were wrong. <laughs> even my one. guess, I was point, point one off. <laughs> My guess where I've already seen the answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, they don't get the love they deserve. I don't this think. this actually yeah, has too less bad. check has less check-ins than the beer that I had. Oh, I don't know. It is a product of Belgium. I read that on the back of the. So maybe I like Belgian beers now. Maybe. <laughs> so, Chris, now that your your beer review is done, Connecticut started doing something a little bit different with the alcohol that uh, from last week's episode. So last week we talked about they made how it stronger. They, yes, they they added a ten percent to every single piece of alcohol that you buy. There you go. Um, no, so just, last week just vats of just barrels of beer mixed with Everclear, like yeah. just like <laughs> that's how you fight the corona. That's how. Yeah, uh, Todd. Dude, that's we you, were doing so good. We were forty minutes in. That's how you fight. Okay, fine. That's how you, that's fight, how you C- fight the NFL CBA. That's how you fight the NFL CBA is with with Everclear. That's right. Anyways, um, no. So so uh, as we talked about last week, you can do curbside pickup at all package stores. Plus, you can go to breweries and they're doing curbside pickup, and you can um, order to go and place your orders ahead of time. Well, now breweries can deliver to your house. Ooh. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so anytime that you want a beer from a, a Connecticut brewery, if they offer delivery, they will deliver it directly to your house. So who's who's available to deliver to you, and who have you picked anyone up? Have you taken anyone up on the offer yet? I have not done it yet. Whose dog is working? Mine. <laughs> the co-host with the dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's no. five cats and one dog on this podcast. <laughs> So um so I have not I have not chosen a brewery to to deliver me beer yet but so far I know that my boss had brewery legitimus delivered to his house today and I saw a post where OEC is delivering and to me that was the first one where I was like I can get on board with OEC dropping off some beer at my house yeah well, that would be nice is I was thinking like within- labyrinth too I feel like because you're a mug club member you should get special priority so I don't think that they're one of the ones doing delivery yet okay. Unless they're going to drive the old beat-up truck to my house, which would be awesome. Or could you get a side gig delivering uh, Labyrinth beer? Ooh, maybe. It gets you out of the house. It and you would you then the be considered you're, you're essential. Essential. Essential? There you go. Do I get free beer out of this? I I mean, sure. Yeah, fine. Add them right in. You need a delivery right guy. You just gotta convince all the customers that there was always twenty three beers in a case, and no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a it's a baker's case. Why? Why is you there? You get twenty three beers and one Budweiser bottle. 
<laughs> well, I was going to say, why is there an empty spot in this box where a beer should be? That's <laughs> It's considered good luck to leave that one empty. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the one for the homies. Yeah, we already poured it out for you at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you about it. I promise you the homies were very happy. They enjoyed it quite a bit. That's awesome though. I mean, we haven't made it down that far in North Carolina yet, but I mean, so what does this do for after the N- NFL CBA is over? Like do So these they are continue? like These are like laws now. So like like urgently signed into law. So I'm assuming that unless they're withdrawn, they would continue after the NFL CBA is fully ratified. That would be awesome. That'd be really cool. I, I, th- Do you I think, think they that, delivered to North Carolina. I don't know. <laughs> I will tell you this: if you it's go a long drive, if you go on like MNR Liquors, which is like my local, my local locally owned liquor store that's not named Total Wine, you can select for them to ship you beer. So it's there's a possibility that you could order beer to be shipped to you from my package store that's down the road from me. Nice. That's awesome. Well, if we learned anything from while we traverse, it's that different states had different beer laws. So who knows what could happen once you start crossing state lines? I'm sure that there's some states where it's allowed. I know Montana, I can get beer delivered, but there's some states where you can't. Burial is delivering beer. So North Carolina is the one that allows it. Hmm. No, North Carolina probably does. Yeah. No. It's like the wild west down there. Actually, it's funny you mentioned Labyrinth. Um, the other day, I saw like an Instagram or Facebook post, I can't remember, and they were like, order online for all these beers, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, what are they delivering? Like, and So I went on, and I added a bunch of stuff to my cart, and then like I went to check out, and it's like, pick up only. I'm like, God Should have put damn. that in the Instagram. Well, it's it's only as if like you could have ordered it, and like I could have just shipped it to you. No, I know, I know that. I know I could do that any day but i was i was just like man are they actually gonna like package up beer and ship it to me and then they were like no so i mean i know they probably would but because we're the hashtag official podcast of labyrinth brewing but you know i just you know is uh i don't know it was i must have misread or i must have misunderstood i could i mean i could text adam for you right now and have him just be like hey throw some beer in a box and send it to chris he will pay what's your venmo <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but that's awesome. I wish, yeah. Hashtag United States get on this. If you can get, if you guys can start getting OEC, would you got what? What breweries would you order to have shipped to your house if they started shipping from Connecticut? Ah, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, Fox Farm obviously is a gimme. Yeah, Fox Farm, OEC, yes. Beard. I guess I would probably order from Two Roads or not Two Roads, uh, Area Two, because I haven't had it yet. Yeah, it's a must try for sure. Yeah, must try. It is. It's w- still one of the coolest, one of the cooler tap rooms that I've been into. Just cause it's so like chill and laid back, and so different from the Two Roads tap room. That's a shit show. I've only been at Two Roads like once, and it was a shit show. <laughs> yeah, it was for Nick's birthday party a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's just so many good ones. Like, I'd probably just like make my way around the state, like ordering beers. I mean, same thing with North Carolina, though. I mean, there's so many breweries in North Carolina I haven't had. How many times have you ordered burial to be delivered to you, though? Zero times. And that's only because it's, like, really expensive shipping and handling costs. It's. I mean, if you were going to if you were gonna pay for gas to drive across the state, it'd cost 15 bucks. Yeah, but then I'd be there, and I'd be able to drink all the beer for fresh and, like, you know, just walk it's, out with it. Get the experience, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you asked what beers I would get shipped, and I'll tell you what, this uh, this whole lockdown situation has really emptied out my, my beer fridge, for sure. Uh, so so I a lot of beers you would get delivered. I haven't gone the full Tud commitment level. I've actually kind of, it's been opposite. Under quarantine, Tud decided to start buying more beer. I stopped buying beer. <laughs> so I'm down... I'm down to the the last couple that I have. I have a couple old Coors Lights that I'm going through. I have a pumpkin beer from a year ago, which really is a year and a half ago at this point. <laughs> I got the stuff that I should have thrown out a long time ago. Some seltzers from last summer. Uh, but, uh, you know, when this is all said and done, I'll have an empty cupboard and an empty beer fridge and be ready to stock back up with everything new. So what are you going to yeah. do when you run out of beer tomorrow? Well, I got a box of wine, and uh, you know, we'll see how far that gets me. Are all your liquor stores closed? 
No, grocery stores are all still open, but uh, gas stations are too. But I just haven't been getting out of the house at all. I've just been staying home and, and not really going out and buying groceries or, or alcohol. At times being what they are with uh, the NFL trade agreement. So, you know. <laughs> I got really excited for a second. Why is that? Oh, hang on. Breaking Tud's, news. Todd's shipping beer to my house as we speak. Yeah, I see him packing it up in the box. Um, Southern Grist may deliver. Oh, see, that is a brewery that I would. I'm gonna check this out right now. That is one that I would. I would get delivered in a heartbeat. I miss that place so much. <gasps> to go beer delivery or pickup. Uh, delivery beer only available at Davidson County, Tennessee oh, yeah, addresses. No. Damn it. Okay, yeah. Figure. I figured as much. I pro- I follow them on like everything. I probably would have heard of that. Well, so it always could. It always could change. See, it sucks because I have friends in that area, and they're like, "Eh, I coronavirus." I was like, "Just go get me beer." It's like I would, but I'm too lame. (laughs) If Southern Grist actually were to deliver beer, that'd be one brewery that even I would spend the money to have it shipped. Like, oh, I would for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'd be like, hell yeah, like I'm in. That's that's one of my one of my favorite breweries of all time is Southern Grist. I don't think I would stop ordering from them either. I'd just be like, oh, even after, even after the NFL, CB, NFL CBA was signed, I'd go back and be like, yeah, I want more. Subscribe and save. <laughs> can I just sign up for like a like a constant shipment weekly? Can I get a case, please? And so with that, it's time we wrap up today's episode like we end every episode with a three-handled frosty mug of wisdom. Where we tell you things we like, wisdomy wisdom things of wisdom. Where we share some wisdom with our listeners. I'm going to start this week. Just share. I again getting more into the HBO shows lately, and uh, I started binge watching this weekend. High maintenance. You guys watch this show? Never even heard of it. No. It started as a web series. Uh, the premise is it's uh, if we follow the life of a drug dealer, a pot dealer in uh, New York City, known only as the guy or the weed guy, who is basically a bike messenger who travels around New York City bringing pot to people. Um, But it's really just, it's a a story about people's lives in New York City. And it was great for the, it really reminds me of the before times when New York was a regular bustling city. And um it's you know the web series the first couple of episodes are pretty short i want to say they're like seven to 12 minutes each so pretty easy to get into um, i'm not sure what where the web series actually originally aired you might be able to find it online but the uh after the web series hbo picked it up and i think there's four seasons on there now each and they're a regular you know 30 minute show now uh pretty good sitcom that uh, could be actually kind of touching at times and I am really enjoying it. I think I'm halfway through season two. Just kind of binged it this weekend, just hanging out in quarantine. So it was a good show. Check it out. Hmm. Is it funny? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely puts the com in sitcom as well as the sit. Puts both the sit and the com in sitcom. I'm more of a sit fan myself. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> Chris is just in it for the situations. Tud's just in it for the comedy. <laughs> We gotta have like, our own it, sitcom. In Seinfeld, Tud likes just the parts when he's on the stage at the end of the episode. Right, right, yeah. Just straight up, just <laughs> straight up stand, stand up. Right. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, I think you'll like it. I'm going to piggyback on your handle, and I'm going to give a show recommendation, as I alluded to earlier in the episode. And I'm going to give Community. Okay. As Throwing my it back. Hand. Um, it's just it's just been released on 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 Netflix as uh, the whole entire series. Really, I hadn't seen that. When did this come out? This weekend. Nice. I guess I haven't been on Netflix in a couple of days. I know it was. You know, it came out the same time as like Parks and Rec, and to me, they kind of always blended together. And I really, honestly, thought they were kind of about similar topics up until I started watching Community. Community is a funny show. That is, it's a great show. I, I never knew it was as funny as it was because I've never watched a single episode up until this past weekend. You guys, if you guys are looking for something to watch or you guys are stuck inside due to the you know the NFL CBA, go watch Community because it's just hysterical. Yeah, that's a that's an awesome show. I mean, I, I think I haven't rewatched it yet. It's not it hasn't hit that standard yet, but it, it might soon because I'm almost done with Scrubs again. But um, yeah, no, that is a that's an amazing show. I I 
I was really late to the game too, and it was it was really really funny. I mean, I'm I'm twenty twenty late to the game, so I'm curious to know what how good it's going to be once because I know at somewhere along the line it switched from being on network TV. I don't remember what network it was on, but it, NBC. Then it was then it was on Yahoo for like two yeah. Two seasons. So I'm really actually kind of curious to know how the switch is going to happen. And does it get better? Does it get worse? Does it get raunchier? Do they swear? I don't know. Well, if you're on the fence about community, the one thing I think I'll convince you to start watching is if you just go on YouTube and watch the compilation of all of the Troy and Abed uh, outro bits. <laughs> if you just search Troy and Abed into YouTube, it'll either be the, the one of the top two links. I'll put it in the show notes after we put in the uh, link to just the show community because uh, it's you can easily just spend half an hour just watching all the outro bits. That uh, that because it's, it's hilarious. The outro from the first episode is still probably my favorite when they were doing the Spanish rap. <laughs> they and reference then, that in like six more outros. <laughs> well, then I found it funny. Like, like halfway, through, <laughs> halfway through, like the first season, like they did it, like like with like the security guards who looked exactly like Troy and Admin, and I was like, this is hysterical. I I, I love the show. I, I think I'm going to like the rest of it, too. I'm not done with it yet, but definitely go check out Community if you haven't already. Um, it's going. It, I'm going to make a prediction here on uh, February, or yeah, February, April 6th, 2020. It, once The Office is gone, come October or November or whenever it leaves Netflix, this will be the new The Office on Netflix. Oh, bold prediction. You that heard it here big, first. Big prediction. Big prediction. It'll be it'll be much more appreciated once nobody's binging the office for like the seventeenth time. Yeah, so um now that I'm done, Chris, what's your handle? So my handle tonight is going to be a new movie available on Disney Plus, which is also a new movie. Um it's called Onward, a Pixar adventure that Ooh. was released the other day due to the NFL CBA pandemic. Um, and, you know, I was excited for it because I saw, uh, some, the, I saw the trailer for it and when I saw Star Wars, so I was excited to see it and it was, it was a very good movie. It was very good. Um, not your typical, I'm going to say not your typical Pixar movie. Like there was definitely some more sad undertones throughout the, throughout the movie, but goofy enough and had a really good story and, um, the, I don't know. It was just it was it was it was a very good movie. CJ enjoyed it. He was he was captivated. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, I don't think there's a Pixar movie out there that doesn't pull at your heartstrings a little bit. I was gonna say this is this one this one can be the ending is just be ready. Have a box of tissues near you. Yeah, I mean as a as a thirty two year old dad who is sappy over everything, um I can I can I can say there was tears welling in my eyes at the end of this movie. But they were they were good tears. They were good tears. It's a it's a very good movie. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it it does pull at your heartstrings. CJ enjoyed it, especially when they drove the car real fast because he goes go 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 and runs around the house. Uh, so I've never <laughs> seen a preview. What what is this movie even about? Oh, so it's it's set in like a fantasy world where um it's like this it's a family of trolls. No, not trolls. It's a family of elves. Uh, and their father had passed away. So, you know, it's it's like a modern it's it's weird. It's like a fantasy world like set in modern times. So like they have like cell phones and electricity and things like that. Cars. Um, cars and yeah, all that <laughs> stuff. But I was like, they talk about the this? old the okay. old days about how there used to be magic and there used to be all this stuff. Um so, you know, it turns out that there was the the set of brothers um had magic in their family back in the day and it becomes this big long journey i don't want to ruin it for everybody but it becomes a big long journey for them um it's a quest basically yeah it's it, it is a, exactly a quest yes <laughs> so um and it, it's 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 fun it's got D D tie-ins it's got you know these uh fantasy if you like uh if you're if you're a big fan of rpgs you'll be a big fan of this movie i think so um and of course there's just like a, it, emotional it's just, ah you know and uh but it's a good movie it's a good movie i enjoy it. i enjoyed watching it today with cj and uh we'll probably watch it i don't know 20 more times now in, in the coming weeks it's it's not as sad as like toy story 3's ending 
That is a that is a sad ending. I will say. I've never no. I haven't watched Toy Story four yet. So, on on podcast episode like hundred and three, hundred and four ish, can you give us some of the like Easter eggs you've discovered along your the, the way in the last twenty weeks of <laughs> watching this movie? Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just remind me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's a million of them. There's always a million of them, and I never notice it until like way later. <laughs> And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Um, we'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will go first by thanking Marlowe Artisanal Ales for their eager-to-share uh, American Pale Ale. I'd like to thank Shoreview and Aldi for their Lemon Shandy. And I want to thank the Three Ranges Brewing Company for their 42 and Dog Years Belgian Triple. That's six and three quarters, if, if <laughs> case you guys are wondering. If you're not doing the math at home. At home. <laughs> well that uh, reminds me we got a award methologist of the episode to chris yes congratulations chris you are official mathologist of episode 84 <laughs> um this is chris this is chris's 13th win <laughs> <laughs> no no it's your first win it took 84 episodes <laughs> 84 episodes finally broke through. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Please head over to all social medias and follow us at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. People send your emails over right now. Do it now. Don't do it tomorrow. Don't do it later. Do it right now. Pick up your phone as you're listening to the sound of my voice. Almost like a snake charmer. You will pick up your phone and you will send us an email. Uh, make sure that you're you're heading over to Patreon and subscribing there. There's a whole bunch of content up there. Make sure you're going to do that. Whether it's just a dollar, whether it's $10,000, whether it's $10 million, go on over there. Give us some money. Give us all the money. You know, Especially during this, this really easygoing time in the world. Just give us all your money. You'll have more money tomorrow. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Um... Also, make sure you're heading over to iTunes, leaving us a five-star review, and also leaving a comment that really helps other people find us. Also, make sure that you guys are going over to our Discord, uh, DAWF Podcast Discord. It's There's a link right down below in the comment section, or right down below in the, the episode description. There's For a those link of you dis- listening along at home, he's pointing down. Right. I'm yeah. pointing downwards. Just go down and click that little link. Boom. Discord. You could be part of our discussion. Uh, obviously, make sure you go over and watch Chris do his stream every now and then. Um, if you get enough points or you want to pay him, he will chug beers all day on the on the stream. So if you want that to happen, make that happen. Dana's really happy when that happens. So make I that happen. I don't think she's happy, but she does redeem them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or you can just go in there and you know verbally harass him like I do, and then he ends up chugging beers anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, so... With that, um, I'm very close to a pretty awesome personal goal uh, where I'm going to be giving away a free copy of Stardew Valley. So, you know, if you're interested in that, yeah, jump over, um, think about subscribing, following, whatever you want to do, because I'm very, very close to giving that away. So for free, no strings attached. What about one string? Okay, one string attached. You have to watch me play video games. I was going to say you have to subscribe to our podcast. (laughs) <laughs> oh also that yes and subscribe to the podcast so, and give us five stars and then subscribe to on patreon for a hundred dollars a month there so four strings <laughs> it's, it's a few strings some strings <laughs> attached <laughs> i'm like a puppet over here chris <laughs> and so uh you know if that's it boys uh my name's tud my name's chris and i'm obert and remember if you're drinking alone do it with friends how many more strings can we attach to this I don't know, I was too distracted by your hypnotic voice. I'm too busy sending us an email. (laughs) (laughs) You did say right now. Yeah.